Chapter 26 of A Monster Calls by Patrick Ness. <clears throat> a few days had passed, then a few more. It was hard to tell exactly how many. They all seemed to be one big gray day to Connor. He'd set up in the morning and his grandma wouldn't talk to him. He'd get up in the morning and his grandma wouldn't talk to him, not even about the phone call from the headmistress. He'd go to school and no one would talk to him there either. He'd visit his mum in hospital and she'd be too tired to talk to him. His dad would phone and he would have nothing to say. There was no sign of the monster either, not since the attack on Harry, even though it was supposed to be time for Connor to tell a story in return. Every night, Connor waited. Every night, it didn't appear. Maybe because it knew Connor didn't know what story to tell. Or that Connor did know, but would refuse. Eventually, Connor would fall asleep, and the nightmare would come. It came every time he slept now, and worse than before, if that was possible. He'd wake up shouting three or four times a night, once so bad his grandma knocked on his door to see if he was all right. She didn't come in, though. The weekend arrived and was spent at the hospital, though his mum's new medicine was taking its time to work, and meanwhile she had developed an infection in her lungs. Her pain had gotten worse, too, so she spent most of the time either asleep or not making a lot of sense because of the painkillers. Connor's grandma would send him out when she was like that, and he got so familiar with wandering around the hospital, he once correctly took a lost old woman to the, XR, to the x-ray department. Lily and her mom came to visit on the weekend, too, but he made sure he spent the whole time they were there reading magazines in the gift shop. Then somehow he was back at school again. As incredible as it seemed, time kept moving forward for the rest of the world. The rest of the world that wasn't waiting. Mrs. Marl was handing back the life-writing homework, to everyone who had a life anyway. Connor just sat at his desk, chin in hand, looking at the clock. It was still two and a half hours until 12.07. Not that it would probably matter. He was beginning to think the monster was gone for good. Someone else who wouldn't talk to him then. Hey, he heard, whispered in his general vicinity, making fun of him, no doubt. Look at Connor O'Malley, just sitting there like a lump. What a freak. Hey, he heard again, this time more insistent. He realized it was someone whispering to him. Lily was sitting across the aisle where she had sat throughout all the years they'd been in school together. She kept looking up at Mrs. Morrow, but her fingers were sly, slyly holding out a note. A note for Connor. Take it, she whispered out of the side of her mouth, gesturing with the note. Connor looked to see if Mrs. Morrow was watching, but she was too busy expressing mild disappointment that Slowly's life had an awfully close resemblance to a particular insect-based superhero. Connor reached across the aisle and took the note. It was folded what seemed like a couple of hundred times, and getting it open was like untying a knot. He gave Lily an irritated look, but she was still pretending to watch the teacher. Connor flattened the note on his desk and read it. For all the folding, it was only four lines. Four lines, and the world went quiet. I'm sorry for telling everyone about your mom, read the first line. I miss being your friend, read the second. Are you okay, read the third. I see you, read the fourth, with the I underlined about a hundred times. He read it again, and again. 
He looked back over to Lily, who was busy receiving all kinds of praise from Mrs. Marl, but he could see that she was blushing furiously, and not just because of what Mrs. Marl was saying. Mrs. Marl moved on, passing lightly over Connor. When she was gone, Lily looked at him, looked him right in the eye, and she was right. She saw him, really saw him. He had to swallow before he could speak. Lily, he started to say, but the door to the classroom opened and the school secretary entered, beckoning to Mrs. Marl and whispering something to her. They both turned and looked at Connor.